And hello again. I am Dr. Grace Ambrosak, and welcome to Safe Toddles Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Kelvin Crosby. Hey, Kel. Hey, 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 everybody. It's so good to see you, even though I can't see you. It's been a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and I'm excited for our guest today. We have Jerry here, and she's an O&M instructor, and I'm excited to kind of learn what her perspective is and excited to see how she's learning the belt cane and how it's helping her kids and that she's working with. So I'm excited. Welcome, Jerry. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm good. Yes. Jerry Darko is from the great state of Montana and you have three belt canes and two pretty regular belt cane users at this point. Is that right? Yep, I do. One of my boys hasn't started yet. I haven't been able to connect with him. He's not on campus. And because of COVID, we're we're taking slowly the in-home visit. So I haven't been able to visit him yet. But I have his cane and it's in my office ready and waiting. <laughs> well, that's terrific. And we understand with COVID situations going on everywhere, it's tough. It's been really tough, um, extra thing. So I'm curious, and I think you did tell me this, but how have you learned or did you learn about the belt canes early on? I was trying to go back as far as an inter- one of the international O&M conferences, and I don't remember which one that I was at that I think I saw you gave give a presentation when it was just kind of a prototype. I I remember seeing you in person and I don't remember where. But now I get regular emails from our OM listserv. And that is the thing last school year that really prompted me to get these boys um, connected with your program because it seemed like such a good idea and I was pretty excited to get started. So can I ask you, like, what was that thought, thought process? Like, oh, this is a good idea. I mean, what brought you to that? Oh, this is a good idea. Um, good question. Uh, I had a little boy who was two at the time, and he was coming for just a, a 10-day evaluation. We had we had not even met him yet. It was um, He had gone through the referral process through his um, Part C provider. I think it's part his Part C provider. And they contacted us that he might be coming. Some of the concerns were that um, he wasn't walking yet. And parents were concerned because he was running into things. He was bumping into walls and doors and tripping over things in his home environment. And that's where you're most familiar. But um, so the fact that he was two and not walking yet and running into things kind of from some of the emails that Grace had sent out to the listserv where they they run into things repeatedly and then eventually there isn't a desire to walk because they perceive it to be dangerous. I don't want to keep doing this if it's going to keep hurting me. Um, so before he even came, I had thought I had thought that the toddler cane might be a good tool to try with him. And on from my own perspective, I was a little bit nervous of getting that started because mm-hmm. I had never worked with one. And mm-hmm. the toddler that I had had, the only other toddler that I'd had who was blind was you know, 10, 10 or more years ago. And so I wasn't quite sure how this was going to work. It, it was, I was yeah. a little bit nervous about it, but grace is great to work with. I, all of my questions were answered. It was great. That's awesome. That's awesome. So thank you. How was it received on your end? Um, you know, I don't think there was any, I don't think anybody else really knew about the toddler cane. It was something I was familiar with 
just from hearing about it and your list serve emails, but I, I don't think anybody else really knew that that was an option. And the great thing about being at, um, at MSDB is that I have one other certified O&M specialist who's on campus, but she teaches in the high school and she's not in this building. And so I'm kind of on my own, you know, you, you kind of make some of those decisions by yourself. The the fact that I was able to kind of go and do a little research and talk to Grace about it and make that decision. The team was, you know, they take my recommendations and they're pretty good about I'm the expert that's working with all the kids in the O&M realm. So I was able to just kind of do that and push forward with it. And I didn't get any pushback, which was good. And the support that I got, especially after the cane arrived and we were able to get it on the little boy and they started to see how this worked, then I think the support kind of grew from there. So that, that's, a, that's kind of awesome. Wonderful. So kind of tell us a little bit about that first moment that you got the belt cane in your hands, you got to feel it. What did it feel like to you? as an orientation and ability instructor. And what did that, like you touched it, like, hmm, what was that experience like when you un- unboxed that situation? It's uh, it's pretty exciting when you're, you know, you have this love of independent travel and I've been teaching O&M for 11 years and you get this brand new you know, you call it like a toy. I mean, you get this big box and you open it up and there's two canes in there. And it's, I mean, it's, it's amazing. The construction of it, the way that it looks, the fact that it's white. And then at the bottom, there are the red tip. I, I thought it was amazing. It's amazing that you open it up and you see this little, I mean, this is a tool for toddlers that would otherwise have nothing. You can't put a cane in a toddler's hand. They don't hold on to things very well while they're walking. There's the added danger of, you know, how do they use it? Are they going to use it appropriately? Will it become more of a weapon or a toy instead of the tool that it's intended for? You would worry that if they were using it inappropriately, that they would fall, you know, they could fall off of a a set of stairs or they could trip over something or, I mean, the cane for a toddler is just not it's not the best tool and we know this. And so that's why I love what Grace has done with the toddler cane. It has changed the way that you can do O&M with little ones. It was, yeah. it was so great. Open the box. It's like Christmas morning. <laughs> I think that's so cool about it. Like, I mean, I had my first unboxing with it. Um, I don't know, probably about six months now, but it, I, I had that kind of the same experience. And then when, when I put it on the floor and you put my hands on the side of it, it was just incredible. Like the amount of information you got from the uh, bearing wheels at the bottom, and then just because they're metal and they create its own set of vibration and it goes through the shaft of the cane. And I was like, this is just incredible. And I, I, I like you said, it's like Christmas. <laughs> and so, yes. So <laughs> and of course, it was, I had an idea, but without the Safe Toddles team and Professor Marlon Bixon and Mohammed Falarad and all of the countless volunteers um, at the engineering school at the City College of New York, um, we just wouldn't be where we are today. And um, so I really appreciate holding the banner up for our team and having just wonderful feedback like this, Jerry. 
I just, I have had, you have sent us so many wonderful videos of all of the things that you have really worked with it. And, and we've corresponded and shared ideas. The two-year-old who's now three and then the three-year-old's four. Sort of how did it go from zero to now? How much is, is he wearing it? And is it at, just at school or at home? The first little boy that I had using it is Jack. And he was two at the, at the time that we ordered the cane. So we did his evaluation determined that he would come to MSDB preschool, you know, half days. And then COVID started. So we were stalled for a little while. But this past summer, I was able to get in touch with the family and kind of show them how the toddler cane works. I just didn't want to put it off any longer. He was starting to get up and move. He liked to take walks with his family. He was holding somebody's hand. He was still a little bit unsteady on his feet and just really wanted to get that ball rolling. I I didn't want to wait any longer. So right after school got out, I made an appointment with the family. I was able to go to their home, show them how the cane works. They were great about, you know, being interested and taking it. And they used it a few times last summer as he started to learn to walk. And so they really were the introduction to the cane. They, The family had it all summer and then they used it. I don't know how often, but I... I know that when he came back in the fall for school, he he was familiar with it. He he knew about it. He knew about wearing the belt. When school started, I wasn't quite quite sure how often he should wear the cane. You know, do they wear it all day? What about when he's sitting on the floor? What about when he's uh, standing up on his stool and trying to wash his hands or sitting at his table? Is the cane going to bump into something under the table? So that was a little interesting to get started with it. But we put the belt on him and he didn't, I, I was worried that that he would resist and he didn't. He didn't resist it. He was familiar with it. He wore it while he was in class. And then Grace, I was when I was one of those people that, you know, was really excited that he's wearing this belt and he's not resisting it and we haven't put the cane on him yet and you were the one that had to say, "Oh gosh, that doesn't do any good." <laughs> so, I had it in my head that it that it was I wanted it to be you know, work it, work it in a little at a time and then realized that that's not really effective. It, and so it needs to have the belt attached to the cane in order for him to get environmental preview. And he was fine with that. We put the belt cane on him and he, he walked and it was amazing within the first week how much he had learned to put his hands on the cane, to turn the cane, to maneuver it when it got caught in things, you know, chair legs or bookshelves or door jams, you know, he was learning really quickly on his own. I mean, without me telling him to, he was learning how to you know, figure this yeah. out. And he's a mover and yeah. shaker. So it didn't take very long for him to go, oh, yeah. this is in my way. And to move it, you know, to, to maneuver the cane was not hard for him at all. Yeah. He's figured it yeah. out pretty quickly. It's so funny because you have this video, you're like, Jack, come back, Jack, uh, let's, your mom is the other way. And he's just like going, (laughs) heading heading for the hills. That's the best. Yeah. Yeah. So Jerry, can you tell us like one good memory of that you have when you first put that, the actual cane part onto the belt cane? Like what would that, that aha moment, like, whoa. And it, it just like, whoa, this actually does work. Can you tell us like a little story that you have that kind of just like, oh, you had the aha moment as a professional and like, oh, like 
this really is something that actually works. Yeah, you um, a couple of things. And I think I even have some videos that I shared with Grace that, that when he was wearing the cane and he stepped off the sidewalk and he was still a little bit unsteady last fall, you know, unsteady on his feet, still needed a little support with, with the walking and not, you know, when the cane contacts something like a crack in the sidewalk or a door jam and it bounces him back, he would need a little support so he didn't fall down immediately. And so we were giving him that support and giving him a little hand just to make sure he didn't fall. I didn't want him to fall over and hurt himself. We were walking outside. He loves outside. So we were walking outside. He walked through the grass and he had gotten to a sidewalk that, you know, he was able to, it contacted the edge of the sidewalk and he lifted the cane up and onto the sidewalk. But when he, when he went to step, he almost tripped over it, but he knew it was there. He didn't know how close it was, but he was aware by lifting the cane up and over that edge, he was aware that it was there. And it was pretty cool to see, you know, he needed a little support. So he didn't, you know, he tripped on it. We supported, so he didn't fall down. But once he got up on the sidewalk, he just took off again. It wasn't, I mean, it, it didn't even just a little stumble. It didn't stop him. It didn't, he was, he was great. He got up on the sidewalk and then just like you say, he took off again. So it was pretty great to see that like a beginning awareness that the cane is telling him what's ahead. Nice. That's awesome. Do you think he's got it now? How that it's like two step? Does he kind of get it or is it still hard for him? Yeah. Good. You know, I think he does when the cane, um, when it goes from, we have a cut an area out here outside our building where the sidewalk ends and it goes into kind of a gravel driveway. And when he gets to that gravel driveway, I don't know if it's the texture of it or the sound of it from, you know, between sidewalk to gravel, but he definitely stops. He stops his feet And then he starts to, you know, move a little bit, take smaller steps, get closer to the edge. And then he's willing to, with a hand, he still wants a hand to get down onto that other surface. But he's definitely aware. He holds up his little hand and you hold his hand and then he'll step into the gravel. He's doing That's awesome. Yeah, definitely exciting. I, I don't... I don't know of any other tool I've been this excited yeah. about. <laughs> when I think that's what, when I mean, I, I lost my vision at age 19. And I've always been about, um, so I never got to have that experience as a toddler. But I think that was, but when I touched it, just, I was like, this works. Like, that's why I believe in this product. Because even though I, I, I didn't lose my vision at a, at a, at a, at birth, I mean, I, I understood that this does work and I could feel the information and just from a from a little kid standpoint, you're just trying to figure out the haptics of the world and understanding all the different motor skills and I think uh, as you just explained, like just telling that story, it's just a beautiful story. It just makes me so giggly inside. And it's just like you were saying, oh, <laughs> At first, like he 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 found that little groove, but almost tripped over his cane. But then he learned, oh, I could, if I stop, kind of feel that out a little bit more, take a little bit more time, I'll make it. And I can always ask for help. And I think that's a beautiful, such a beautiful story, and I, I love it. <laughs> and it just it just brings like good understanding. Like this is a product that really is working. And I mean, there's so much technology out there right now, and people don't realize Kel that little Jack did learn how to sit down at his table and with it on right and he can pull himself up and we have a little Mm -hmm. series of videos that we're able Mm -hmm. to show I don't know how long it took it took 
a little time to get it coordinated, I would imagine, but sticking with it. How is that working? Is he wearing it now uh, that way? He is wearing it. He wears it, you know, to step up onto the stool in the bathroom to wash his hands. He He's wearing it when he sits down at his table. The great thing about the toddler cane and Jack is how quickly he was able to start problem solving on his own. I mean, problem solving is something that we right. sometimes you try to teach it, but some kids just don't don't pick up on it that quickly. And and Jack has figured out how to maneuver this cane. If he if he pulls his chair out and sits down in it and then starts to scoot up, but the cane is off to the side, he's figured out that he needs to scoot his chair back out so he can move the cane in front of him and then scoot back in. He's doing that on his own. He's he's figured that out. He's figured out how to step up to a door. He knows he's familiar with the route to the door going outside. And he's he knows how to stand, how to position his body so that he can push that door open so with the cane something. on. There the the things that he's learned have been has it's amazing. Yeah. Pretty amazing. And my other little boy, he's four now, and he has figured out on his own how to step up onto that same stool in the bathroom. Um, it's just a block of wood and it's it's tall. It's pretty tall step up, but he's figured out when he contacts that block of wood, you know, he knows to lift his cane up and over and step up and he uses the sink for support. The, he's He's gotten to be really good at it also. He needed a, a little more support at the beginning, but now we don't even have to say anything. It's just time to wash your hands. And then he knows the route back there. He knows what to do with the cane when he runs into the, you know, the toys or the, the furniture, the closet doors on the way back to the bathroom. When he when he hears the cane tap that block of wood, it's he knows what yeah. to do with it. It's gotten it's amazing. It's yeah, so much I, fun. It's such a beautiful story. It's interesting because before you, this little guy, you'd almost he was almost you'd have to move him right like a stool. Like he wasn't participating in any of those routines. You'd have to kind of help support and lift him up, and then sort of hand over hand and really move mm-hmm. him through the motions. And so the change yep. in him to be present, to reach for the sink, to lift, pull his own sleeves back to is just such, that's the real change is that he, with this little bit of information about what he, he's about to find before his body does, he's allowed himself to be present and part of everything. And, that's really the shell that they build up, that protective shell that kind of they start hiding behind further and further away. That I feel it's more we understand now that's what you do to protect yourself when you just have no control over the environment contacting right. you without any warning. Right. Right. And the fact that he both become so much more independent with all those activities of daily living. I mean, you're not, they're not being taken to the bathroom. They're participating in the route going to the bathroom. They're participating in all of the parts of that routine. They're participating in getting back to the table for the next activity and all of the things in between. I mean, you think about how many times we, that magic that, you know, magically appears, your, your toys appear for you. You sit down at your chair and you don't have, you don't really have to participate in any part of that but with the toddler cane because they're able 
to do that on their own, they're not even holding someone's hand anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they know the route, they know the routine. It, they've become so much mm-hmm. a part of it. They, you just have to say, Oh, time to wash your hands. And they know, they know what to do from there. Yeah. It, it's not magically appearing before them. Ah. They're not being magically taken there. It, they're, they're participating in every part of it. And the, the knowledge that is coming from that, I mean, yeah. just, it's incredible. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I, this is such an awesome story and, and I, it's just reassuring like, Hey, I'm not the only crazy person out there that <laughs> believes in this product. No, <laughs> uh, and no. I, no, I'm crazy about it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. So, and Jerry, I just want to thank you for your time today um, for coming. Absolutely. And wonderful your story. And I, and I, I, it's just, it just brings great joy to know that the safe bottles, uh, belt cane is really changing lives and really impacting these little ones and really giving them that opportunity to have that freedom and the, the joy of enjoying the world as what it is. Absolutely. Um, and it just, well, I know you're wrapping up, but I just think there's a one question that we have to just touch on very quickly. There's always a concern that somehow this belt cane will inhibit the next step, which is moving on towards handheld devices. And I do think that Jack is young enough not to worry about it. And Wyatt also has a little time to go. And we just sent Wyatt's newest longer cane because he's getting taller. And it does not grow with the jaw. You have to get a new one. And that is something that I think is new. It's just the same as a Another cane, like no cane is adjustable, truly. It's got one mm-hmm. size. <laughs> there it is. If you want, if you get taller, you get a bigger one. But do you, I mean, I feel like what will happen with Jack is he will want a big boy cane. He will want to transition and he will have a better understanding of what it is life is like when you use your cane art correctly that I feel like it. I wonder if you feel similarly that when you decide it's time to start and maybe you already have, like during O&M lessons, start with the cane. I don't know. Um, but I don't think it's an inhibitor. I think it's going to make explaining it much simpler to a child who's grown so up So you know what's it. happening now is these these boys have... They're, they're starting to outsmart me and they've figured out how to take, not only to pop the belt off the cane, but they figured out how to un, unhook the belt. So now they can take it off at will. I mean, now... They're just taking their belt canes off whenever they want to. So this has led to the next step. Like you say, not inhibiting it at all. They're holding the cane. Oh, if you don't want to wear your belt, you can hold it with your hands. I love it. So there's kind of a a natural handle on the top of the belt cane. And so those boys are learning to hold their canes and push it in front of them. If they don't want to wear it, they're just going to hold it and push it. This is just like the next step would be the AMD that you're not wearing, but you're holding it. And that's going to lead us to, yes, you can hold an object while you're walking. And the next step is the cane to that. I I don't think, I think the transition is going to be so smooth because of the belt cane and because we can go, oh, you've learned how to take off your belt. Wow. Good job. You're growing so much. Now we can hold the cane. Now you don't have to wear it. I think it, it leads itself so well into uh, the next wonderful the next phase wonderful yeah. i'm excited yeah. the whole thing i i could talk about yeah. it all day Yay. i'm yeah. so excited i mean that's exactly right <laughs> i mean exactly right and that's why i really enjoy speaking with you jerry because you're just such a an instinct to 
what O&M truly is. And it mm-hmm. is driven by the student. And it, of course, with, when it's not connected to the belt, it's much more flexible. You can retract it. You can kind of stick it out. And, and the fact that they're initiating that right. is so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. They're not so, the first yeah. either. Yeah, <laughs> it's an interesting thing. We yeah. thought we were making yeah. it. Sure. <laughs> it's like the kids will find a way to prove you wrong. So I love that too. They're good. Yeah, and they yeah. do. So that, that wraps us <laughs> All up right. again, Jerry. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for yeah. having me. Wonderful. That wraps us up, everybody. And uh, so, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at info at safetotal.org. If you want to help support getting. Uh, safe toddle belt came into kids' hands so that they can have that freedom and opportunity to travel fully independent and safely. You can also subscribe to the uh, monthly newsletter as well be able to donate to purchase a cane for a safe toddle, toddler so that way they can travel for travel fully independently and safely. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all the other platforms that you want to go to, we're there. As well, you guys have a great day and go live beyond your challenges and let's help these kids travel safely. Have a good one. Have a safe mobility Monday. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>